What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. I am still your host, JPB, and this is episode number 118. I did have something else planned for today, but we are going to do this instead. I want to talk about collective stress and trauma, specifically inspired by the brutal murder of Tyree Nichols. May he rest peacefully and may his family have love and support in this awful time. I usually don't talk about all the bad shit. There's plenty of it. And it's not because I want to pretend that it doesn't exist or ignore it and just be like positive vibes only or any shit like that. It's because most of us don't need the reminder that there are all kinds of bad things around us. Our brain defaults to the things that are potential danger and threat And so I like to focus on creating joy and space to pause and choose our focus and our direction. My focus is generally more micro, more on how we can navigate our own experience with our psychology and physiology and how to understand those things better. But we do not live as islands. We live in communities and these communities are more interconnected now than ever before through things like social media. We don't need high school reunions because we already know what everyone's up to. We're able to communicate with people and keep in touch with people who live halfway across the world because we can see them, we can hear them, we have insights into their daily lives if they so choose to share that. And we like to pretend here in the States that we are all individuals and we do everything alone and we deal with shit alone and we succeed alone And none of that is true for anyone. We are social creatures. We need social interaction, social support for cognitive function and overall well-being. And so we cannot pretend that the trauma around us does not affect us because it does even when we don't acknowledge it. And I was watching someone's stories on Instagram and they were talking about how they were not going to watch the video of this man's brutal murder and how someone had sent it to them to watch. And I kind of got got my thoughts rolling between this and the most recent, um, it's not even the most recent anymore, the recent shooting in Monterey Park in um, uh, uh, during the Lunar New Year. And there have been (laughs) more just in between then. Um, You know, so this has been on my mind. I have not seen any of these videos and I will not be watching because I don't need to. We do not need to see these people being brutally beaten to death, slaughtered with automatic rifles. We do not need to see this type of trauma. We don't need to pass it around. We know that stress doesn't end until the stimulus ends and repair cannot begin until the stress has ended. And continuing to watch these videos of black and brown bodies being harmed 
and murdered is only perpetuating the stress, trauma, and fear. And that doesn't go away when you shut down the screen, when you know that that could be you, your son, your brother, your father, your uncle, your husband, your friend. And you don't have to imagine that in order to know that this is the life of a human being. But when we become desensitized to these murders and modern day lynchings, which I wanted to look up to be clear on the way that I was using that term, and this is what I found. Modern day lynchings being lynchings still existing today when police use lethal force and harass, harm, and kill black bodies. It was not uncommon for lynchings to be public spectacles with participation of many ordinary people. And so, with this modern technology and the filming of these murders being circulated around the internet as a spectacle, you can see then how we are perpetuating the cycle of spectating murder and consuming it as content. You don't need to view murder. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your spiritual health. It is not beneficial. And I guess I I don't understand. I don't need to see that to believe that it happened. I don't need to watch brutality to understand that it exists. And I don't see white murders being passed around on the internet in the same way. And I believe that to be because there is an immediate understanding that this is a tragedy. And so this, on top of the fact that we as a society, and I'm especially talking to other white folks here on this, we have been programmed through media and movies and stories for as long as we can remember to dehumanize black and brown bodies, to fear black and brown people. And we can see this playing out in the discussion around the most recent murder. How these black officers are referred to how quickly they were charged with murder. What they did was horrific, and I will not say that even though I have not, I I will say that even though I have not seen the video, because I know that through my lens of the world, beating someone to death is horrific. I don't need to watch that shit. And it may be hard to imagine yourself in the space where this could be a person you love, because statistics vary, but given numbers like White American social circles are 91% white, that being from Yes Magazine, uh, just one of the quickest ones I could find. Also, despite increased opportunity to live and work in mixed race settings, Americans remain racially segregated in their friendship patterns. And that comes from the National Institutes of Health and National Center for Biotechnology Information. So empathy may be difficult for you if this is not part of something that you can readily imagine for yourself in your life, this tragedy. Witnessing the brutality of another human being can, and does, lead to distressing thoughts, distressed feelings, and physical symptoms, including headaches or stomach aches, along with difficulty sleeping, anxiety, depression, just to name a few. And this is especially true when it could be you in that situation. This is not the relationship I have to these videos because I'm white, which I understand means that I am far less likely to be brutalized or murdered by the police. However, I do know that it could be any number of people that I love, and it is people out there, people who are gone, whose people that love them are having to see this over and over. 
I feel like we've become so desensitized to seeing gun violence and brutality through both the media that we consume, movies, games, all of these things that aren't real. And in an article from the American Psychological Association, uh, it says research has found that exposure to media violence can desensitize people to violence in the real world. And the fact that we have normalized seeing murder, both in the case of police brutality and in mass shootings, it feels like there is another one, just another one, every day. And that's because there is one of those things happening almost every day. And we have become desensitized to the immense trauma of it. And the definition of desensitization being uh, a psychological process by which a response is repeatedly elicited in situations where the action tendency that arises out of the emotion proves to be irrelevant. The action tendency that arises out of the emotion proves to be irrelevant because nothing is changing because we're not demanding change. And I don't have all of the answers here, but I urge you to look into anti-racism resources, history resources. They're out there and they're not difficult to find. And so I know this is not an uplifting episode because not all things are. And I felt like this really needed space. Watching these kinds of things over and over again has a massive effect on our mental health and well-being. We cannot be in the midst of such immense human suffering constantly, continuously, chronic, every day that we're seeing these things, that these things are happening around us, and be okay. Which is why we have to find the tools to help ourselves get through our days so that we have the cognitive space, so that we have the mental energy and fortitude to demand that things change. The way that we are living is not sustainable. And again, I don't have all of the answers. I just needed to talk about this because I don't talk about these things very often. Because to be honest, I don't know how. I am not an expert in talking about social justice, but that doesn't mean that I don't see this shit around me. It doesn't mean that I don't need to voice these things. And I have a platform. I am white. I am cisgendered. I am able-bodied. I have immense privilege in so many ways that I feel that it is my responsibility to address injustice and inequality and oppression and hate and all of these things that just make the world less good for everyone. Um, I envision the world that I want to live in, and those things are not part of it. So I guess that's it for today. Um, Hug your people tight. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. I appreciate you coming on this journey with me. Until next week, I am wishing you a beautiful week. Remember to breathe. Peace out.